And in this realm, in this state, in this province, the People's Paradise Podcast is live. We are here. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for being a part of this movement. Game of Thrones comes out next month. And God, I am excited what is going on. Shout out to everybody listening to me live. As always, in the tradition of this podcast, for every single episode that we record, we shall convince the podcast with a quote to a song to a verse to a battle that it really does have me in my feels. Really did have me in my feels as I jog two and a half miles to come to this coffee house, which is why you hear weird white people music in the background. This <laughs> is to come here and uh, record. And the verse comes from a song that was released fairly new, fairly new track. It comes from Kodak Black and Bad Baby. Both, both pretty good examples of when parents do not do a good job um they had a song called bestie and bad baby she says and she says in the beginning of the song in the in the porto which is door in portuguese i don't know why i said that right now they say go bestie go bestie they're bestie don't fuck with them hoes because they hefty which i don't know if she was referencing hefty bags like hefty trash bags like saying they're trashed for that or i don't know but anyway she continued to say Go bestie, that is my mother effing bestie. Go bestie, that is my mother effing bestie. And I felt that. I, <laughs> I connected with that in my spirit because right now in my life, I am devoid of a best friend. I have no close acquaintances in my world right now. I have nobody who I can call right now at three o'clock in the morning because Shaniqua broke my heart and I have nothing to, I, she broke my heart. She sucked a uh, Aaron Dahl's dick in and out and I have nothing to look forward to in the day. But, um, that actually was that actually is kind of where I was gonna take the turn this podcast. Shout out to one of the homies who works here. We was talking about best friends, and he happens to have a best friend. I don't want to say that his best friend's name because his best friend's name is a very kind of archaic sounding name. So pretty sure if you put two and two together, you'll know who he is. And I don't want a bunch of thirsty hoes in his DMs like, oh my god, you was the dude that was the dude's best friend that I heard in the Pooh's Paradise podcast, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But he was saying like that that was his best friend. And one of, the, one of the other young ladies who works here, she also said that she has a best friend who happens to be her cousin, her prima. And yes, as, I, as you can guess, because I said prima, she's Mexican. Um, and that made me wonder, like, I've had times where I've had, I'm going to be honest with you, most of my friends who I said were my best friend, to be all the way honest with you, turned out to not be my, turned out to not be my best friend. Um, I think my, I think most of the time when I had a friend, you know, most of my best, best friends, we end up being best friends for about two and a half months. And at one point, my personality burns them out. I understand I can be a very draining person to be around for more than three hours a day. I understand, you know, it just, you know, it is what it is, you know, and it, it breaks my heart. You know, I had one friend who I thought was going to be my best, best, bestest of friends with him. He betrayed me for Gabriel. But now nah, I'll be thinking about that. Like, for those of you guys who listen to me live right now, why well, talking to you? What's your qualification for a best friend? Like, who's your best friend? Who's that person that, that is on speed dial every? Like, I don't know. I got. I have people who I talk to. Like, and I talk to them. We feel me. We chill. We cool with each other. We vibe. But I have nobody who I can put. I have nobody who I can put in that title seat of being my best and closest acquaintance, regardless of where the tides may, wherever, where the, regardless of where the tides may take me. Like, I don't have. I don't. I don't have that. I ha- I do not have that I do not have that luxury. Like I just I just I I don't I don't have I don't have that. I think what makes a best friend a best friend, truth be told, is something. I'll be real with you, because there are certain people. There are a lot of times where you meet somebody. I was about to say it takes time, somebody that you grow with, but truth be told, 
there are a lot of people who you'll just meet like maybe tomorrow or next day but you guys will have this sudden connection this sudden vibe like you can tell this is the person who you're supposed to hang you can tell like like this this person is supposed to be your brother like this is somebody who you can technically feel that vibe with this is somebody who you can sit down and talk to about talk to about turtles all day you know so shout out to shout out to shout out to the person here who likes turtles so i don't know it is an interesting thing like i don't know you know i mean hey i don't know you know, yeah, most of my best friends, they went left. I don't know. Best friends. But anyway, moving on from that. Um, this is a Sunday. It's a very slow news day. Haven't really partaken in much today. I was up. My my favorite thing to do on YouTube right now and for recreational time is watch is watch you is is watch the cutscenes from video games when they're stitched together like a video game movie. And shout out to the nerds out there who do watch who do play video games, etc. etc. Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry came out on Thursday. I watched the get cut scene movie to that. It was very boring. Let's have a conversation about nerd culture for a minute. Um, there is a cartoon adaptation that's being brought to Netflix for this show called One Piece. A lot of you guys out there do not know what this is because you happen to get pussy in your in your mid teens, so therefore you had some you had you didn't have that much time left to watch this type of show, but. I just want to let y'all know this is going to be a terrible movie. It's going to suck. There's a lot of good. This, this is going to be a terrible TV show. There are a lot of good TV movies that are coming out this year, but I don't. I know Captain. I know Captain Marvel. I know Captain Marvel came out this week. I want to see it. I've been hearing. I've been, I haven't. I haven't even read people's reviews about Captain Marvel. I just keep seeing the news stories and the headlines saying it was a big fault. Or how it's mixed reviews. I saw one video on YouTube, or no, one news story, one news story on Twitter. They said it's um, how Captain Marvel uh, destroyed Marvel. I'm like, destroyed my MCU, and I'm like, what the what the fuck are you talking about? Like, just it's it's a cra it's crazy what it's crazy what people will put in headlines to get attention. Like, hey, how how the film been out for four and a half days? How the hell did it destroy, destroy the Marvel Universe? Like, what are you talking about? And even then, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where I can tell you straight up, I have tired of nerd content. Nerd, no! That's what I was going to talk about. I forgot. That's what I was going to bring up. So, I put a video up on um, YouTube last night and, I'm on my, and on my Snapchat and on my Instagram. And I was having a conversation about nerd culture. And I was having a conversation about nerdy women, nerdy girls, girls who wear glasses, girls who liked Harry Potter growing up, girls who loved, loved anime growing up. And I was saying how I was going off my personal experience trying to talk to nerds. From my personal experience, I've never had good luck talking to nerdy girls. And generally speaking, you would want the nerdy girl because that's the girl who you can have the best conversations with. That's the girl who you can vibe with, the one who loves anime, the one who loves cartoons. Like, nerdy girls kind of, kind of, kind of inhabit that, um, they kind of they kind of catered to that that hidden nerdy side of my personality that none know about except I, my mother, and whatever angel or Odisha guides me in my spiritual life. Some of you guys out there who do not believe in voodoo know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but uh, uh, no, but you know what I mean. So, but I've always had bad vibes with nerdy girls, and I don't know. Like maybe I should. I don't know if it's maybe because maybe I should. Maybe I should look more nerdy. Like maybe I should. I don't know, like, um, it's kind of, it, it is weird when I get, it's weird when I get in my bag and really think about, it's really weird when I get in my bag and really think about what type of women that I naturally attract in my orbit, like, like, because it, it can really vary sometimes, like, 
generally speak, generally speaking, I attract everything. Now, I think most of the time I vibe, I vibe most with, I vibe most with the girls who are like the, like the popular girls, like the ones who are kind of like in the culture, like in the hip hop culture, the ones who are trying to stay with the trends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I don't. Know. As far as like those nerdy girls, the girls who like One Piece and Yasha, and there's some cute ones in their bunch. God, by God, there are. We never really have that much. Um, we never really have that much um, chemistry. Genesis quad. We have no genetic quad between us. But you know what happens. You know, maybe yeah. Maybe I should go. <laughs> maybe I should go to Comic Con this year if all the tickets aren't sold out already and uh, try to find me a little um, Chun Li out there. But I mean, that was that was the thing. That was a, I was thinking about that earlier. <laughs> like um, when you watch like all those movies or um, not even movies per se, but like. And I did, a, and I, did a, I put a video up on YouTube talking about this a while ago, like how when you go when I went to when I worked at Comic Con, one of the most common things I saw at Comic Con was you see like a like the the nerdy the nerdy a white guy with glasses and they'd have like a like a at least an above average to okay looking Asian girl with them, and going on this mental tirade, I remember there was this movie they had with uh that one dude that one dude he's like he has like he's fat he has like the beard. He's like always. He's like he's always like the fat, funny guy in every movie. He played in that one movie, um, Get Lucky with Mr. Lucky or whatever with Dane Cook. Um, it's that movie where he played ping pong. Y'all probably don't know it. The film wasn't like that popular. Hell, it wasn't even that funny to be real with you. And like he had this hella badass Asian girl on. I was like, is this a thing? Like, like I ain't know. I don't know. That was the only reason. That was the only. There was many reasons that I enjoyed Comic Con, but one of the reasons I really enjoyed it was you saw a hell of bad females. But the catch about it, I mean, I mean, they all dated nerds. But I mean, that's the, but that's that world though. That's that world though. And that's that's that world though. So I guess that's a different realm. Like if you go out there, you know, when I was working at when I was working at Comic Con, I I knocked it I knocked it at first because I saw you know all these grown ass men dressed like Street Fighter characters in Mortal Kombat. But at the same time, like I also said, hell, had I not have been working there, if I'd have the chance, and if I could have found a costume that didn't look too corny on me, I'd, I'd have participated. I'd have participated. I'd have came in there in a big ass Master Chief uh, costume from Halo. Like I'd have, I'd have did it, you know. So it's I think with all those things, bro, you know, it's it's just interest. Like it's just interest. Now, thank God we live in a world where you where you can think. I don't know how I got this far from. I went from talking about one day I'm going to have a cohesive podcast. Shout out to Joe Budden. He always says that one day I'm going to have a cohesive episode of this podcast. But like I went from talking about my type to I went from talking about my type to going into a nerd tirade. But back to talking about the uh, type. just like dating nerdy girls. Because I never I've never I, I, I never dated a nerdy girl just because it never just never went the way I wanted to, I guess. But I mean, they're out there. You know, they're out there. There's a young lady who just walked in front of me. I've been suggesting that she should date a socially awkward nerd. Ain't that right, Dava? Always, always. Yes, I've been suggesting that she should date a. a uh, I'm saying I was saying how I've, I've been suggesting for the last four and a half weeks that you should date a socially awkward nerd, and I'm talking I'm talking about dating types right now. And I was talking about how you should date a nerd. She should date a nerd. Shout out to all the single nerds out there. Who are sweaty, whose skin is pimply, who have Harry Potter mugs. There's a young lady out here who waits for you. She is in need. She is in need of the of the of the cold, clammy, cold, clammy palms of a nerd. But um, I don't know, man. I'll be real with you. Like, I am at that point right now where I do want a girlfriend. I do want a young lady. But as far as when it comes to what type, I don't know. I'm so I'm still trying to figure myself out. I'm still trying to figure out what type of woman I vibe with. I'm still trying to figure out what type of kids I want to have. I'm still trying to figure out where I want to live at. So 
that's the thing about my life is like it is so weird when I talk to dudes who be like who like who like are so certain of what type of woman they want and et cetera, et cetera. Like, like I'm not like that, bro. Like I'm, t- I'm just trying to get like the, I don't know. If there was a nerd out there who I was really attracted to and who I vibe with, I would date her. There was a woman out there who was a bodybuilder and I was really attracted to her and we vibe with her. I date her. You know, it just depends. I do think sometimes, I do wonder about that sometimes. Like when I do be trying to dress my ass off and I do be trying to look all, have the pretty boy swag and et cetera, et cetera. I do wonder sometimes, am I attracting women who might not necessarily vibe with me personally and, and personality-wise in the way that I would want to? I think that's sometimes about the nerdy girls, because a lot of times when I talk to a nerdy girl, we vibe well, like conversation-wise, because I can talk with you about Disney as well as you can talk with me about Disney. I can talk with you about Pixar. I can talk with you about um, anime and Dragon Ball Z, et cetera, et cetera. But I do notice that when I do meet nerdy girls, a lot of the times, their first, when they first see me, there's it's kind of like a defensive wall. like. Oh, hey there, bro. What the fuck? Who is this? But then, is you that it is something to be said about that? Like, that was a gift that God gave me, and a lot of that, and a lot of that gift is really based in the fact that I'm just like a very, my interests are, are very diverse. Is like, I've always been able to break the wall with people by, by way of interest, by way of mutual interest. Like, I talk to somebody who likes sports, I can have a conversation with them about sports because I know a lot about sports. I talk to somebody who likes anime. I can have a conversation with them about anime. I talk to somebody who likes uh, jet skiing. I talk to somebody who likes cars. I don't always have a way of breaking into the conversation with them by using mutual interest. And I guess part of that comes from the fact that when I was a child, my mother put a lot of books in front of me that my mother put a lot of books in front of me that had nothing to do with, with who with with where I was at in life. You know, that's why. And that's and I was thinking about that jogging home last night, where thanks to that groundation, that foundation of knowledge of just of the world that my mother gave me, you know, reading about this world, reading about that world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is part of the reason why I'm so highly aspirational when it comes to my goals and my journeys and where I want to live, right? what career I want to have, the beauty of the wife that I want to have is because I don't know, man. Like I, like I said, I grew up, the world that I saw was through my books. I saw my world through my books and through my, and through my scrolls, <laughs> like I really had a scroll. Just read. I want to read a scroll. I want to get a scroll one day. Through my scrolls, through my books, and so I've seen. Even though I have not, even though my 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 lungs have not inhaled the breath of Brazil, the air of Brazil, I have seen the shores of Rio de Janeiro. I've seen the shores of Tahiti. I've seen the beautiful women that walk the St. Thomas of the Virgin Islands through reading these pages, through illustrating these worlds in my brain with my imagination. So. In my adult life, I can't help. I can't settle for just the, the medium. The medium means to survive. You're like, I want to be great. I want to soar the high. I want to go to these lands. I want to do podcasts on these shores, on these beaches. Like, I want to be in these places, and I feel like nothing is going to stop me from that goal, from those goals. You know, that's just my personal opinion on the world. That's just my personal feels and how I'm going to operate in life. Um, <clears throat> and that's just what I'm aspiring for. You know, and I feel like everybody should be like that. I feel like everybody. Bro, the thing about this world is, man, is like, we have such a long life to live in this world, man, and it'd be shitty just to live it just at the bare minimum of existence, man, and I, I hate to get in my whole T.D. Jakes and Joel Osteen motivational bag, but this world, you have such a long life in this world, but like, you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go for the gusto, you gotta go for the journey, you gotta go for the goal, man, like, you only have, 
you only have so much in this world, man. Like only so much time, man. If I were you, I whatever you whatever your aspirations might whether you want to be Kratos or whether you want to be Hercules, you know. I don't know. It just what it is. It just what it, it just it is what it is. You gotta you gotta you gotta go. You gotta you gotta go for what you want to go for, man. It's just it's that's what this world is about, you know. I think there's a quote, some old white guy from the 20th century, probably. He said, um, he said, um, those who change the world are usually those who believe they can, you know. And I believe I can, you know. I believe that they can stop me, you know. It is what it is. Um, I think that's it for the podcast. I had a pretty good episode right now. It's pretty short, you know, just a little, 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 little love tap. Give you guys a little love tap of much, much love, peace, and dignity. Shout out to every single soul who listened to me live. Shout out to everybody who's a part of the family. I shall be back here probably Tuesday or tomorrow, either or. Uh, much love, peace, and taking grease. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being a part of the family. This is the People's Paradise Podcast. Much love and peace and soul.